We all have a story to tell. The longer our lives, the richer our stories. When I look at you, I see a woman of strength, integrity, character. A woman who has seen hardships, struggles, pain, and loss. A woman who has compassion, love, courage, and power. A woman who has succeeded, failed, and learned. A woman who will continue to persevere and thrive. When I look at you, I see a woman who is wise, not withered. Welcome to week seven of the Wise Not Withered Character Showcase. I took a break last week, and I will take another break in another six or seven weeks, so thank you for your patience. I am so excited to showcase Tzalo Seisha Serena, the mother of nature. This character is particularly special because from conception all the way through to the completion of her story, she is truly the product of collaboration between me and the talented writer Rato Milm from South Africa. When I sent the list of 25 characters to Ratomil, she proposed a new character, the 110-year-old Amazonian real-life Mother Nature. The backstory that Ratomil created for her was this. She used to be a city girl, but lost everything she had worked for to an abusive marriage and found herself lost in the wild. For some reason, she connected with nature and decided to settle there away from the toxicity of the city. She discovered she has a connection with the plants and animals, Thus, she can hear and understand them, and vice versa. She discovered her superpowers and used them to survive in the wild and also protect wildlife and nature. I looked through my list of characters to see if there were any that could be combined with Ratomil's idea because I found it very intriguing and different from anything I'd come up with on my own. Scrolling through my list, I stopped at the 48-year-old legless rock climber and realized how perfectly the two characters could be combined. So I proposed a new character who would be 79 years old, right in between 48 and 110. Updating Ratomil's original description, this is what the character's final synopsis became. She used to be a city girl, but lost everything she had worked for to an abusive marriage. Following a near-fatal plane crash in her 30s, she found herself without legs, lost in the wild. Ethereal plants and creatures helped her heal, and she connected with nature and decided to settle there, away from the toxicity of the city. She discovered she has a connection with the plants and animals, thus she can hear and understand them, and vice versa. Using her superpowers, she has been able to survive in the harsh jungle environment for decades, and can also protect wildlife and nature. Even without legs, she has powerful upper body strength that allows her to swim against strong currents and climb her way up and around trees. Working together with vines and leaves, she can also traverse effortlessly across the jungle floors. Ratomil and I chatted on the phone about the character in the story, and we decided that she would have two names. The first would be her given name, which would then become hyphenated with her husband's, and the second would be the one she chooses after awakening in the jungle. Her new name would show that she is fierce yet calm, gentle yet strong. The change of names would indicate her transition of letting go of her past and stepping into her new role and embracing her new reality. One of the most important aspects for the Wise Not Withered project was that for each character, the story's focus must be on her now at her current age. 
Understandably, many writers wanted to include backstory and or flashbacks, and while backstory is essential for the writer in creating a well-rounded, believable character, I was very firm about needing the focus to be on present-day events. However, because the real-life Mother Nature character essentially has two lives, her city girl life and her post-accident awakening, I thought it would be appropriate to give a bit of backstory as to who she was in her first life and to show the stark contrast. Instead of writing it out like a story, however, Ratomil and I collaborated yet again on an opening poem, which you will hear from Ratomil herself at the end of the episode. While I was drafting the poem, I thought about how beautifully ironic it would be to compare the restriction our protagonist felt in her marriage to the tight grips of vines and drowning in water, while later she connects with and finds solace in vines and water, this time in a drastically different and intensely liberating way. The illustrator for this character was Iazela Maria from Argentina. When I first saw the close-up illustration that Iazela made for Salosecha, I was in tears. She so perfectly captured everything I wanted the character to be, with wrinkles and sunspots looking very peaceful and kind. I love the colors she used and the details are simply incredible. The main illustration for this character happens to be my profile photo on Instagram. Now on to this character's incredible name. Ratomil speaks Setswana, one of the 11 official languages in South Africa. She suggested Salosecha, which means rebirth. Iazala speaks Spanish and proposed Serena, which represents tranquility. Ratomil and I were talking about full names, and I thought it would be interesting for our character to have a long name. I myself have two middle names, in addition to what I grew up thinking was an excessively long first name. I used to be really embarrassed about my long name, but I love it now. So instead of picking just one of the names that the artist suggested, I decided to combine them, and our character's full name became Salosecha Serena, which just feels right. The rest of the story recounts a group of invaders who come to the jungle in search of a mystical flower. The leader of the group reminds Salosecha of her ex-husband, and I purposely left characteristic details about this man vague so that readers may envision him however they want. There is another woman with the group named Anna who realizes that she no longer wants to help the others find the flower and decides to stay with our protagonist in the jungle. The ending implies that Salosecha is mentoring Anna as the rest of the invaders give up their search for Anna and leave. And that's about it from me about the story of Salosecha. And now here is Ratamil, first introducing herself, then talking about the story, her experience with the project, and finally reading the poem that we wrote together. In the next phase of the project, voice actresses and composers will add even more life to these characters, and I am happy to announce that Ratomil will be the voice actress for Salosecha's story. So without further ado, here is the one and only Ratomil. Hello, I am Le Ratomiling, also known as Ratomil, all the way from South Africa, and I'm a creative writer and storyteller, amongst other things. So... My first writing pieces or written piece was was when I was an adult. I started writing um, creatively, basically, at a very (laughs) late stage as an adult. Um, I was going through a very tough time in my life. Um, To be particular, I was going through abuse. And the experience was 
very painful whereby I could not find words to utter and express the feelings and the next best thing I could do was write and I did what I call bleeding on paper so through that poetry was birthed I realized that this bleeding on paper created poems I don't remember that the first particular pieces but it was poetry I started writing through poetry which was birthed by um, um, writing therapy and when I recognized it as well as the passion and the yeah the, the the love for writing yeah recognized it through that experience then I took it further decided you know to go further into this writing creative writing from poetry to now books books to scripts scripts to you know the journey just grew like that at a very rapid speed and I, I believe that I found myself in writing I found my calling so yeah that's how the journey of of me writing started um through writing a a a, 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 a poem and and bleeding on paper basically so i'm the writer of of zalosesha who is the real life mother nature initially the idea was an Amazonian woman who is 110 years old who becomes a real-life Mother Nature. And it is an idea that came while I was going through the list of, 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 of characters to choose to write about. And while I was going through this list, this story just came to me. Like I felt like, no, actually, this story needs to be written. I want to write this story. I suggested to... Juliana, the facilitator, was um, not with her. That how about um, a story like this? And she loved the idea. However, we decided that okay, let's let's come to a common understanding, a common ground. There's there was a character on the list um, that was a 49 years old World War veteran who lost her legs. So we decided to join the two stories and make them one. So. <clears throat> We worked on the story together and, you know, combining the two characters. So eventually, um, our character became the 79-year-old Talusesha, who is a real-life Mother Nature, a legless Mother Nature. She loses her legs in, in, in the process of the story. And, yeah, it's a beautiful story. You know, the story flowed through me. You know, I feel that writing is a very spiritual thing and some stories need to be told and I feel that it was one of that story that just flowed out of me that needed to be told and it was easy for me to write it because some elements of it I could relate to um, referring back to the abuse that I went through as well so it's it best it's best to write what you know about and yeah the other elements of the nature, her turning into a mother nature, was just a beautiful twist of the story that developed itself. And, you know, with the with, with Juliana also writing this with me or, you know, coming into the party to uh, um, add the other elements um, to the story, it just grew into a beautiful narrative, okay? So, Zalosesha was not originally born as Zalosesha. She's an African woman 
who was named Semitwana by, by her parents. Semitwana fell in love with a foreign man. This foreign man was from, was from overseas, from America. And she went against her parents' will and eloped with this guy. And yeah, they, they were, we got married. They were happy. This guy was doing all these great things for her, you know, being the perfect guy. So all, ever since um, Semi loved plants, you know, she was, um, she loved nature. She had this urge for nature and plants and she had uh, a good hand for growing plants. But in this new home of hers overseas um, in America, she could not seem to grow her plants and the environment as well. There was no place, you know, there was no outside. It was like this apartment, concrete jungle, you know. And she would grow her plants indoors in her balcony, but they would always die. And there's always some, there's something about plants that they're very sensitive to bad aura. And that was the subtext of the story that the plants always died eventually the main reason why the plants died came out um, through the story which was now her um, 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 shiny Anna Amma was not so much of a hero or a good guy he was actually a criminal and an abusive person and with time his character started showing and this woman was now trapped in her home abused and depressed and losing a part of herself every day so okay through the story Sammy had to escape but she was good with art she she was a very creative person and she loved flowers so she started painting and making some money but eventually she raised enough to go back home and yeah she she escaped she ran um on a first plane flight to back to Africa, but then the plane crashed. That's the, that's when she loses her legs, loses her legs, and somewhere in the Amazon, somewhere in the jungle, that's where the plane crashed into, and that's where the whole beauty of the story started. Now, that's when now she became reborn into Salosesha and became one with nature and grew into something beautiful that's connected to nature, that lives for nature, that protects nature. She settled there in the Amazon and later on there was a character or there were more characters into the story um, that came looking for uh, um, something very precious for, for nature and, and the jungle in particular and they wanted to take it back to the city to use it for wrongful means and there was a lady there who was special sana um okay salosesha was able to to hide in plain sight now she was like a mystic being now and this the special lady um was able to was the only one who could connect with sana in a spiritual sense and could feel her presence but eventually um, they connected and they became friends and yeah man 
it, it turned out into be a, into a, a beautiful narrative, and <laughs> okay, <sighs> I just love the story and. It's a beautiful story. It just it, it it narrates how a woman can come out of a negative situation, a very testing situation, and grow from it into becoming a powerful force. Okay, so I joined Wise Not With It because I wanted to be part of the the the, the force or the collective that that works on changing the narrative of elderly women in the industry, particularly the gaming industry, and as well as in the whole entire world. Elderly women are seen to be frail with it, and, you know, the the, the wise element of them is overlooked, which is very key, which is very key, a key element that is, that can change a lot of things. If, if the world can connect to that wise element of, of the elderly women. And, yeah, I wanted to be part of that force that changes the narrative. And I knew that I could actually, you know, write stories that show that part. And it, it has been a beautiful journey. It was a joy writing that story with with, with, with Juliana and the poem, you know, like, writing the piece with, with Juliana. It and it was just blissful. It 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 just flowed how I wrote it and how she also, you know, her pieces gelled together making one story. Um yeah, I loved the process so much. And I can't wait to see how father's goals. I can't wait to see the finished products. I can't wait, you know, to have these stories that are written by women globally and the illustrations, like the whole process, this whole concept or project or global collaboration, you know, changing this, actually changing the narrative of the elderly women in the industry, the gaming industry, and as well as the world. Thank you. I was named Semitwana by my beloved parents, got married to Sir Hogan, and Semitwana Hogan I became, a woman madly in love and devoted to her Sir Hogan, a man I used to call my own, a man who captured my heart and caged it for years. It felt like forever, forever trapped like a confined bird humming songs of sorrow through my paintings, paintings of flowers that kept dying from my Sir Hogan's toxicity, the aura of my captor. Imprisoned by what I thought was love, losing every bit of myself day by day, lost, lonely, and empty. Who is Semi Zwana? Who is Sami Tswana Hogan? Who is the woman standing in my mirror?
overwhelmed by a scent of death. His presence decayed my spirit, setting strict borders on who I was allowed to be, strangling and suffocating like unforgiving vines, driving me further away from the dwindling light inside myself. Filled with sorrow, I cried myself a river, so I had escape I had to make, and right on to the next plane, home, I found myself. It all happened so fast. Turbulent storms, lightning struck, and down we went. The plane crashed and caught fire. I struggled to break free from my seatbelt, but the melted buckle would not budge. Closer and closer the flames came towards me, the burning heat almost unbearable. What remained of my body was thrown from the plane's explosion. I prayed for a second chance in life, for I had not served my purpose yet. And as the plane spit me out, nature received me. I landed lifeless in a bed of wildflowers that incubated me back to life. And I was born again. Reborn to protect and care for the vivacious life all around me. I am a one with nature, and nature is one with me. I am wild, I am genuine, I am free. I am Thalosisha. Thalosisha Serena, the mother of nature.